0: Everyone, welcome back to Crossroads Minute,
1: the podcast where we analyze the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle Crossroads one minute at a time.
0: I'm your co host, Aaron.
1: I'm your co host, James.
0: And we are at minute eight, which begins with the second half of Lucy's line that yesterday's minute ended on. Yesterday, she said, I guess it's just the pressure. And today, she says, of graduation and all. Mm-hmm. And it goes on through Kit asking Mimi, Do you want something? God, Kit's such a bitch. Like, <laughs> she's just so unnecessarily mean.
1: She's like after school specials mean. Yeah. Like, over the top, I'm trying, and really this is what it is, I'm trying to prove a point so that yeah. later I learn my lesson Yeah. sort of deal. Um, my first note is Hemmings Lodge
0: mm-hmm. is made up. Okay.
1: Uh, I There is a Hemmings in California. Okay. Um Their newspaper is SEO, right straight up to the moon. Okay. Like, I searched Hemmings Lodge and it was like, what about this issue of the Hemmings Observer? What about this issue? Oh, wow. What about this one? I was like, all right, you've done well on the internet. We get it, newspaper from this random town.
0: You know, this, so this movie has had a lot of things happen in eight minutes. Yeah. And yet also not a lot. Yeah. We've now heard a mention of Hemings Field, yeah. and also, which is where all the parties are, and sure. also Hemings Lodge. But we never hear anything about who Hemings is.
1: Right. And and so there's, the thing I kept thinking of was Sally Hemings. Okay. Which was Thomas Jefferson's, the famous slave of Thomas Jefferson yes. that had all those illegitimate children with him. Yes. Or was forced to because of slavery. Right. Um... So I kept thinking of that. They're in Georgia, right? Georgia. So Hemings, Georgia. I I didn't look up to see if Hemings, Georgia was a place.
0: Yeah, I don't know if... Is that the name of the town? I mean, I would I guess, guess if it's
1: Hemmings Field and Hemings Lodge.
0: See, I you know what's funny is until this watch through, I never noticed the Hemings Lodge. Mm. So I always assumed Hemings Field was just like, you know, old man Hemings. He's got right. that field where we right. have all the parties. right. But now it makes me wonder if it's more of like a, like town, it's like the town square type deal.
1: Yeah. I really hope that this movie gets into like the deep um, metropolitan background of the city where they are starting.
0: Guess what they won't do? (laughs) It's that. (laughs) It's that. I have another question for you. Okay. What is this dance? Why is it raining glitter? Is this prom? Is it it a graduation dance? It's got to be a graduation dance. Which is a thing? I guess. I mean, we had our, like, all, we had, like, an overnight, like, lock-in grad party. Right. So maybe other schools have a prom-style dance on graduation night, which seems like something you would do only if you didn't also have a senior prom. Right. Because why would you do two hotel formal dances? Absolutely. I, I use the word formal Loosely, because there's a variety of outfits being worn. Um, everything right. from, like, Brittany's in a ball gown, and some of Kit's friends are in, like, sundresses. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't know what this is. They I mean, don't... Mimi is not attending, and that's why she's in, like, a hoodie.
0: Well, she's in, like, a... She's in a dress. Is she? She's got, like, an... Almost an army jacket style. Yeah. But, like, if an army jacket was also a blazer...
1: Yeah.
0: Um, It's, like, more fitted yeah. and a little more feminine than, like, you know, a big boxy army jacket. Yeah. But she's wearing what kind of looks like some sort of slip dress underneath. I think she was making an effort to not look like she was going to go dig up a box in Uh, a field.
1: Right. Spoilers, that's precisely what she's... Yeah,
0: like, she's got a big old backpack with her and stuff. But, like, her hair and makeup was done. It looked like she was planning to make an appearance at the dance at least insofar as to get Lucy and Kit to go with her, but she didn't figure they would let her in if she didn't at least pretend to dress,
1: dress up. Dress code. Sure, that makes sense. Um, I think now, I didn't take a note on this, but I did think of it after I'd already taken my notes. There's a very, like, come back to Dairy it vibe of Mimi. I guess that's what all, like, there's one person that's like, hey, everyone that's moved on. I haven't. Yeah. That's sort of a little bit fun to work out in a fan fiction sort of way where. <laughs> Eight years ago, they defeated an evil alien and buried Bur- it. <laughs>
0: buried it under a tree, and now they have to go. It haunted dig- their dreams. Dig it up and unleash it. That's
1: why they had to bury their dreams.
0: Oh, that makes sense. But now they're older and ready to fight the monster yeah. with the power of. Gr- high with the power diplomas. of friendship, I and mean, Mimi's like
1: crap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was dog, gonna say the power dang. of knowledge because they just graduated from high school. Yeah,
1: and sassiness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They've been honing their skills.
0: Yeah, they really have, especially <laughs> Kit.
1: Especially Kit. I said Kit walks by with her crew and says, "Lucy." Yeah, which is which was withering. If you ever are wondering what a withering uh, reading of the name Lucy sounds like,
0: it's that. It's that. This okay. This hotel is raining glitter. When they walk in the like, you walk through the door and you get glitter sprinkled on you. But like, it was. It's big like a leafy big gl- like confetti glitter. Yeah. But it's still just going to be everywhere. Yeah. And like in your hair. Kit and her
1: friends are delighted.
0: Yes. Mimi is annoyed. I'm with Mimi on this one. No, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be in your hair. It's going to be like stuck to your skin if you try to exit the place like sweaty after dancing. It's going to like fall down into your cleavage if you're wearing a dress that like I'm just I'm just picturing, you know, poor pregnant Mimi with her pregnant boobs And just, like, she's going to get undressed later and just pounds of confetti glitter are going to fall out. And I just feel bad for her. Yeah. They're all going to sit, like, on top of the belly Mm -hmm. and just, like, it's just going to be, like, fistfuls of glitter in her cleavage. And I know this is a lot about pregnant lady cleavage, but it's a thing that I kept thinking about a lot. (laughs) Okay. Clearly.
1: If I may... uh... The first of two Bowling for Soup songs uh, in this week Okay. Um, play. Uh, the first one, I had to hope that it was Bowling for Soup. Oh, by the way, um, a later note is, oh yeah, I forgot Bowling for Soup is playing this prom or this this dance.
0: I don't think I knew that was them.
1: Uh, I because d- it
0: wasn't one of the Bowling for Soup songs that I know. Right.
1: So it's a song called, this first song that is happening from when Mimi starts talking to Lucy through... When Lucy and uh, Henry go upstairs is called Sucker Punch. Okay. It's the first song on their EP, Tell Me When to Woe, <laughs> um, which has a horse artwork on it. So it's like, tell me when to Whoa. whoa. And uh, I said, pretty good pop punky sound. Yeah. Um, and then I said, Mimi walks up, not in a dress to ask Lucy if she's coming or not. Apparently I just, I'm swinging and missing in...
0: It's- in the the
1: worst way for fashion in this movie so far
0: it's not like a formal dress okay but it's also not like scrubby jeans right and stuff like she i I thought she looked like she had made as much of an effort as mimi is willing to for this kind of thing fair point now here's a question for you yeah she walks up and lucy goes mimi not now okay and mimi's like are you coming and lucy's like coming where Explain that exchange to me. Mimi comes up and Lucy's like, "Ugh, not now. I can't deal with you asking me to come dig up this thing now. Are you going to come dig up the thing? What? What? Maybe it's just what more thing? like
1: any I can't deal with Mimi right now."
0: That's got to be what it was. Now,
1: "Mimi, not now. I don't care what it is."
0: Yeah, that's got to be what it is, but it bothers me.
1: Earlier in the in the movie, we did say there are two baths you can take when you're burying a time capsule. Obsessing about it until you dig it up, or immediately forgetting about it, and I yeah. guess that's what Lucy has chosen.
0: But like, I feel like she chose both in the span of ten seconds. <laughs> right,
1: right. <laughs> then I have Henry with his Jansport backpack, has a key to the room.
0: Yeah, they're not even being subtle about nope. this.
1: Nope. He's basically like, gonna get laid, gonna get laid. Yeah. Well, if this was if this was a musical written by Alan Menken, uh-huh. he would have had a whole song. He would have. it. No, an... oh, I'm sad that's not locks and keys yeah. and stuff. Actually. Open your heart to me. Uh-huh. I've got the lock and you've got the key. hmm Foreshadowing to Henry.
0: Oh, there we go. Hmm. Yeah, he's got the key to the room and he like kind of, he comes up and like jingles it in Lucy's face and then realizes Mimi's standing there and he kind of tries to like hide it. <laughs> yeah. But then Lucy's like, I've got plans, Mimi. I can't go un- unbox a thing with you. And so then they just walk upstairs. Yeah. Were you going to make a joke about boxes? Uh,
1: something. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't fully formed yet. Yeah. But-
0: that's I was also going to say, best.
1: I have plans that I need to do, and she points to him. Uh, there, there were several options. Okay. <laughs> Many alternate universes
0: springing from that moment. Sure. Um, but in this universe, they just walk upstairs. This is like the hotel lobby staircase. Yeah. there Now, you would think that if he's a little nervous about Mimi seeing the key and... Like I don't know. I feel like there would be like a I'll meet you upstairs. Like yeah. I got the key. I'll I'm gonna go up and you just come up separately so that we're not seen walking up the stairs together because we don't want the whole school to know that we're about to have sex. Right. I mean he should want the whole school to know that, he, that they're about to have sex right. because I mean Lucy's fucking hot. Yeah. She's she's Britney Spears.
1: Right. However. Yeah.
0: I feel like there should have. I feel like Lucy should have been a little more like, okay, you go up and I'll pretend that I'm slipping away to the bathroom and I'll come meet you later. Try not
1: to finish before I get
0: up there. I mean, pretty much.
1: (laughs) Can I really quick tell you about Jansport Backpacks? Sure. Jansport is an American brand of backpacks and collegiate apparel now owned by VF Corporation, one of the world's largest apparel companies. It uh, is the world's largest backpack maker and together... Jansport and the North Face, also owned by VF Corporation, sell sell nearly half of all small backpacks sold in the United States. Wow. And the only other note, there was not the biggest article about Jansport, uh, which was named after the founder's wife or girlfriend, whose name was Jan. Okay. Um. In 1975, Jansport introduced the first convertible travel backpack, as well as its signature day pack. So okay. when you think of, or when I think of at least jansport backpack mm-hmm. that's 1975 when that started so okay at this point it was 27 years into that backpack i like to think that that was like his dad's backpack
0: yeah it might have been yeah probably not but it might have been it could have been it could have been. been
1: it is in my head i have kit doing her makeup oh he trips on the stairs and she asks if he's okay yeah He's just so Lu- eager to bone.
0: Lucy and Henry are adorable. They are adorable. I really... I want the spin-off movie that's just Lucy and Henry. Uh-huh. Because, like, I, I just... I want to see them, like, in science class, being lab partners. Yeah, I like wanna, a
1: Crossroads prequel.
0: Yeah. I just... I want more of them. Part of it is just because I find Justin Long utterly adorable in mm-hmm. this role, and mm-hmm. the fact that we don't see more of him... Yeah. Because, spoiler, but he doesn't come on the road trip.
1: He, he doesn't... <laughs>
0: He, he doesn't comes come before
1: the road trip. I, does he? I don't remember. I don't
0: think he does. <laughs> I mean, not to spoil next he week He certainly for you,
1: doesn't come on the road trip.
0: He certainly doesn't come on the road trip.
1: The next thing I have is the other Bowling for Soup song that's fun. Okay. And this is listed as one of the six songs on the Crossroads soundtrack. Okay. Um, it's called Greatest Day. Okay. And uh, they released a an album that was like... It was called Songs for TV. That was basically... All the things they released as, like, commercials or theme songs or they were, like, there was a song that was, they submitted for Shrek 2, but Counting Crows, Accidentally in Love got picked instead of theirs, so it's on there. Okay. And the Wikipedia article has, like, basically explanations of all the songs. Oh, So, okay. uh, on there is Greatest Day. Weirdly, the Wikipedia article didn't mention Crossroads at all, but it, there was a big list. So, it says... Greatest Day, originally written for an EA Sports video game, but rejected. Okay. Um, The song has been featured in Malcolm in the Middle, the David Spade family movie, Dickie Roberts' Former Child Star, Max Keeble's Big Move, Reanimated, The Last Day of Summer, a Nickelodeon TV movie, and the Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen movie, Getting There.
0: Okay.
1: Which I can only imagine that our friend Lucy Mm -hmm. is an expert in. Probably. Um, But also... um, Crossroads, which it is yeah. also in currently right now as we're watching the movie right now. Right. And then I said, I just remembered BFS is the band at this dance. Yes. Um, and I remembered that because when I was doing my opening week, we're meeting a whole bunch of people, IMDb dive. They all have really funny names. Like one of the, one of the band members of Bowling for Soup's name is like Eric Rodham Clinton. Okay. <laughs> which I was like, is that, there's, and then I looked at the and the other one is like the drummer's name is like Kevin Wiseass. And I was like, Oh, they have funny names. I yeah. gotcha. I gotcha. So, um, yeah, but it's like graduation band.
0: Got it. Okay.
1: Yeah. And then my last note is does Mimi need something? Yes. Which is where which is where you said it ended.
0: Yeah. So that I mean, that's all I've got.
1: Yeah, that's all I've we're at a
0: weird dance.
1: This this minute has is like a Neapolitan ice cream of feelings.
0: Yeah, this you know, this weird dance would bother me less if they weren't all, if, if half of them were not dressed like they're there for prom. Like, Henry's in a tux with like a weird plaid cummerbund it that looks, almost looked like a kilt. Yeah. It looks yeah. like he took the sash from like the shoulder sash from a kilt yeah. and just tied it around his waist. Yeah. It's like a weird 70s colored, like, it's like burnt orange and brown and avocado green. Yeah plaid it's 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 a look but he but he's in like a tux and lucy's in like a formal gown if these if this had been the guys are in like button downs and khakis and like the chicks are in more casual dresses i would buy this a little bit more because it wouldn't look like it was trying to be both graduation and prom right like i would buy a graduation dance that isn't so formal well and
1: also it sort of feels like i know that I don't think Bowling for Soup is, is labeled as, like, ladies and gentlemen, Bowling for Soup. Because they have to have Anson Mount in the band. We'll get to it. Yeah. But, like, it's it, it's so weird to watch a band play a formal event like this. And it happens in, in, in multiple... Like, the end of Freaky Friday is, like, a a pop-punk, power-pop band playing a wedding. Sure. Where it's, like... No one's having fun dancing to this in their gowns. Yeah. Where you can't, like, jump around or, like, sort of whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah, I can kind of
0: gyrate a little. Yeah. But mostly ogle band members. I mean, that's what I would be there for. But that's tomorrow. Yeah. Today, we're on Twitter.
1: And every day.
0: And every day. We are at Crossroads underscore Men.
1: We're also individually on Twitter. I am at unabashed James.
0: And I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network, who can be found on Twitter at ScavengersNet, or on just the internet at large at ScavengersNetwork.com. We are on the network with a whole bunch of other really great shows. Um, if you go to Patreon.com slash The Scavengers Network, you can get bonus content from us, from our pod siblings, from
1: other versions of us
0: other versions of us (laughs) yeah there's just go go check out the scavnet patreon because Mm -hmm. there's some good stuff on there
1: absolutely so uh the concert continues or i'm so sorry the party the graduation party continues yes which is a concert uh tomorrow but until then hey Aaron.
0: yeah james let's be best friends forever oh we will